Chapter 27 When morning came, all the chief priests and the elders of the people consulted together and decided to have Jesus condemned to death. They tied him up, led him away, and handed him over to Pilate, the governor. When Judas, the one who had betrayed Jesus, saw that Jesus had been condemned to death, he regretted what he had done and returned the thirty silver coins to the chief priests and the elders. I have sinned by betraying innocent blood, he said to them. Why does that matter to us? they replied. That's your problem. Judas threw the silver coins into the temple sanctuary and left. He went off and hanged himself. The chief priest took the silver coins and said, It would not be lawful to put this in the temple treasury, as it is blood money. So they met together and decided to buy the potter's field as a place to bury foreigners. That's why that field is still called today the field of blood. This fulfilled the prophecy spoken through the prophet Jeremiah. They took thirty silver coins, the price of the one whose price had been set by the children of Israel, and they used them to pay for the potter's field, just as the Lord ordered me to do. Jesus was brought before the governor, and he asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus replied, It is as you say. The chief priests and elders brought charges against him, but Jesus did not answer them. Do you not hear how many charges they are bringing against you? Pilate asked him. But Jesus did not say anything, not a single word, which greatly surprised the governor. During the festival, it was the custom of the governor to release to the crowd whichever prisoner they wanted. At that time, a notorious prisoner called Barabbas was being held. So when he went to see the crowd, Pilate asked them, Whom do you want me to release to you? Barabbas or Jesus called the Messiah? He knew it was because of envy that they had handed Jesus over to him. While he was sitting on the judgment seat, his wife sent a message to him, Have nothing to do with this good man, because last night I suffered terribly because of a dream about him. But the chief priests and the elders convinced the crowds to ask for Barabbas and to put Jesus to death. When the governor asked them, So which of the two do you want me to release to you? They said, Barabbas. Pilate asked them, then what should I do with Jesus, called the Messiah? They all shouted out, Crucify him! Pilate asked, Why? What wrong has he done? But they shouted out even louder, Crucify him! When Pilate saw it was a lost cause, and that a riot was developing, he took some water and washed his hands in front of the crowd. I am innocent of this man's blood. It's up to you, he said. All the people answered, May his blood be on us and on our children. Then he released Barabbas to them. But he had Jesus flogged 
and sent to be crucified. The governor's soldiers took Jesus into the praetorium and the whole Roman cohort surrounded him. They stripped him and put a scarlet robe on him. They made a crown of thorns and put it on his head and put a stick in his right hand. And they knelt down in front of him and mocked him, saying, We salute you, King of the Jews. They spat on him and took the stick and hit him on the head with it. When they had finished mocking him, they took off the robe and put his own clothes back on him and led him away to crucify him. On the way they found a man called Simon from Cyrene, and they made him carry Jesus' cross. They arrived at a place called Golgotha, meaning place of a skull, and they gave him wine mixed with a bitter herb, but after tasting it, he refused to drink it. When they had crucified him, they cast lots to divide up his clothes among themselves. They sat down and kept watch over him there. They placed a sign with the charge against him over his head, which read, This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. They crucified two criminals with him, one on the right and one on the left. Those who passed by shouted insults at him, shaking their heads and saying, You who promised to destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days, save yourself. If you really are the Son of God, then come down from the cross. The chief priests mocked him in the same way, along with the religious teachers and elders. He saved other people, but he cannot save himself, they said. If he's the king of Israel, let him come down from the cross, and then we will believe in him. He trusts God, so let God rescue him now, if he takes pleasure in him. Because he claimed, I am the Son of God. The criminals crucified with him also insulted him in the same way. From noon until 3 p.m., darkness covered the whole country. At about 3 p.m., Jesus cried out with a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, which means, My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? When some of those standing there heard this, they said, This man is calling for Elijah. Immediately one of them ran and took a sponge, soaked it in vinegar, put it on a stick, and gave it to Jesus to drink. But the others said, Let us see if Elijah will come to save him. And Jesus cried out again with a loud voice and breathed his last. Right then the veil of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The ground shook, the rocks split apart, and the graves were opened. Many of the saints who had fallen asleep were raised. After the resurrection of Jesus, they left the graveyard and went into the holy city, where many people saw them. When the centurion and those with him guarding Jesus saw the earthquake and the things that were happening, they were extremely afraid and said, This surely was 
the Son of God. There were also many women watching from a distance, the ones who had followed Jesus from Galilee, supporting him. These included Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James and Joseph, and the mother of the sons of Zebedee. When evening came, a rich man named Joseph from Arimathea, who had become a disciple of Jesus, went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Pilate ordered it to be handed over to him. Joseph took the body and wrapped it in a clean linen cloth and placed it in his own new tomb, which he had cut out of the rock. He rolled a large stone across the entrance to the tomb and left. Mary Magdalene and the other Mary were there, sitting opposite the tomb. The next day, the day after preparation day, the chief priests and the Pharisees went together to see Pilate and said, Sir, we recall that this deceiver said, while he was still alive, after three days, I will rise again. Give the order to secure the tomb until the third day, so that his disciples do not come and steal his body and tell people that he has risen from the dead, and the last deception would be worse than the first. I will give you a guard of soldiers, Pilate said to them. Now go and make it as secure as you know how. So they went and secured the tomb, sealing the entrance stone with the soldiers posted as guards.